guys, and welcome to another episode of our podcast in Mindsight. Today is going to be a, a very special episode, as always. Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> one of our favorite topics, which is sleep. Uh, but as always, before we get uh, to what the is topic that? for today, uh, Elias, how has your week been so far? First of all, I don't understand the topic. What What is that sleep, man? I have no, never I, heard of I it. don't know. I had to. <laughs> I had to research it. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, man, my week full of learning since the last recording. Like um, an hour ago, I finished the last exam of this semester. Hopefully, if I didn't fail it. And man, it wasn't <laughs> that good. It wasn't that great. No. But I hope I will just pass it, man. With theoretical physics, the tasks were a bit mean, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sounds, how everything works out. So now I now I'm good. more or less on on vacation until Yeah, the midst of October. Plus minus a few internships <laughs> I have to do Very cool. from, from physics. Yeah. Very nice. Um other than that, man, really nothing <laughs> not much happened. <laughs> I've been just Yeah, I've been I've been just learning and, and chilling a bit. What about you, though? Anything special? What about me? Well, uh, one special thing actually happened just like an hour ago, which is Ooh. that I received an email from a certain university. Uh, that you got accepted. Oh. Yeah, that I got accepted, which is very nice. nice. One. Um, it's even nicer <laughs> that I don't have to go motivational to letters. <laughs> they probably They probably didn't, didn't even read it which nice um, or not i don't know <laughs> I, have, I have no idea but yeah i'm happy that i don't have to go to like the interviews which happens to some people you know if they have a score under 73 and all that but i'm happy mm. that i just got accepted directly you I've, just got a score of 100 right and <laughs> I, I think 96 or something wow. i have no idea and yeah sick. pretty happy about that um other than that i've been building a lot of like wardrobes and stuff over the last few days um because we've um, wardrobes we've bought yeah like wardrobes and i don't know how they're called in in english but just random stuff that my mom bought on on like um how's it called like not ikea but something similar and no idea. of course <laughs> i'm the one i'm the one who has to build them i mean i want, uh, to. Okay. I want to it's actually quite fun it's actually quite fun to like work physically and do all that mm -hmm. stuff um but yeah other than that that's pretty much it for this week honestly <laughs> <laughs> nice one yeah um I, I before we get into the episode i also stumbled upon across some an interesting method do you know um wim hof that guy that i think he's from yes where is he from man do you know that some i have no idea no norway or something <laughs> apparently he's quite famous um mm -hmm. he got like i don't know more than 20 world records that all have to do something with um endurance in the cold like taking an ice bath for i don't know several hours and apparently he's he's very much cold resistant <laughs> in, yeah. in that sense because he uses some special method like wim hof method where he uses special breathing and 
his mind to kind of, I don't know, ignore the cold. <laughs> yeah. And he actually doesn't even cool down. Like, um, his skin stays at normal temperature in, during an ice bath and stuff. And it's very surprising um, for me that all of the stuff he does is actually more or less uh, scientifically backed up yeah. <laughs> to, to work out, which is, which is crazy. And apparently what he also like, what, what from a, from a scientific perspective, which is amazing, like what he manages to do when he is using this method is kind of to manipulate his immune system. <laughs> like how yeah. would you, how the fuck would you, actively be able to manipulate your immune system but apparently with this method it works out and it was just uh, very much um, surprising me <laughs> like a nice little fun yeah fact. it's interesting i've seen i think a year year or a year and a half ago i saw the first ads on youtube uh, about mm -hmm. him and i was like this guy is just full of shit um, I thought, you know, they <laughs> yeah, were like, yeah, it seems like a scam, right? Yeah, and he was like in his ads, he was like swimming in uh, in Antarctica, you know, and under mm. the ice and all. Yeah, that. right, like, right, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I've been looking into it, and he's quite an interesting uh, phenomenon. Let's say he's he's yes, really yes. amazing. The stuff. Funny thing is, his method is like based on yoga and different buddhist stuff <laughs> i don't remember by the way i'm no expert on it right now i'm just bringing it up because i found it very um yeah surprising to, to see what's possible there and apparently from all the scientific studies it's also backed up that repeatedly exposing yourself to like cold to a cold environment may it might be also a cold shower actually improves your immune system <laughs> yeah so so i might want to start out with the cold showering as well <laughs> <laughs> i've tried it's also that energy actually. saving mm. yeah i've tried it quite quite a few times um yeah. it's terrible honestly it's terrible <laughs> after after the show you feel great after the show you feel yes. like yes yes that's also the best person mm. in the world but when you're in the shower you, you just you just hate it um yeah, yeah i've tried it but never kept it for longer than maybe two or three weeks after that i just yeah. go back to the warmer showers like a normal <laughs> person <laughs> yeah i think i think i'll try it out um for the next few weeks and yeah apparently it will have many great benefits on you <laughs> like also all the people from from like the north like scandinavia and stuff their immune systems apparently work better because of like the cold weather conditions and stuff and so they get colds less than other people so there might like scientifically it's actually kind of backed up a bit that yeah <laughs> the counterintuitive fact that in cold weather you 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 get sick less often yeah yeah it's true very yeah. interesting hmm. nice then you're gonna nice. be able to talk about your experiences with cold showers in a few weeks we're gonna do yeah, an episode on that. Definitely, man. <laughs> definitely. Now I mean, it makes you less dependent on our Western uh, piping systems. <laughs> I mean, when you do a trip to I don't know which country where it doesn't exist, and mm. might be might be an advantage. Well, whatever, whatever. This week's topic, you already mentioned it, right? 
What is it? Sadeep, our favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know, we kind of joked in the intro about us not knowing what sleep is and all that. Yeah. Mm, the thing is, at least me personally, I have quite an uh, quite a difficult relationship with sleep. Let's put it that way. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Uh, yes. The beef <laughs> because... is going on on YouTube for three months already. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you and Dr. I've sleep. certainly, I've certainly had periods in my life where my sleeping scheduling cycle stuff was pretty much non-existent. Um, I would go to sleep some nights at like four in the morning, others at 11, others maybe not at all or whatever. And it was quite terrible. There are certain periods uh, where I'm just not proud of the way I've handled sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think especially in the last year or so, I've come to realize the importance of it. And maybe it's kind of, you know, maybe it's kind of related to the fact that I'm getting older in a way. Oh, (laughs) because you're not sleeping enough, man. Not, I mean, my problem isn't usually (laughs) that I don't sleep enough. It's that I just don't have a real schedule um, Mm -hmm. and kind of sleep whenever I want. At least that's the way I handled it in the past. And the thing is, I continue to do it because I didn't notice any negative effects. Um, Okay. But now, as I said, I feel like I'm getting a little bit older, maybe have a little more responsibility and all that. And I noticed that actually it makes a huge difference uh, when it comes to kind of my energy levels and all that. Hmm. I don't know. H- how was it for you? D- did you always Man, have a very mature maybe, maybe that's, relationship? <laughs> let's get a bit more more into into your relationship first, I, su- I suggest, sure. if that's all right for you. Um, so you said you, you, you went to sleep whenever you wanted to, <laughs> basically why why like why was it so irregular like because Mm -hmm. you you wanted to finish work still or um yeah i don't know the netflix (laughs) series kept you up until 3 a.m in the morning (laughs) or (laughs) that also happened a few times yeah Mm -hmm. Mm, usually i would say it was just mm, a part of it was certainly that I felt like I was way more productive uh, in the evening or at night mm-hmm. when you know there was no one awake. It was just me and my laptop or whatever. Mm, that has kind of played a role in it, but also just I think just the peace, just the quiet. It was just a yes, great nice. environment to nice. study or to program or to read or whatever or to watch series. You know that happened also. <laughs> And okay, then the other question would be, okay, you can still have a regular sleeping schedule, which is shifted like by two or three hours into the night. Um, why did you get up earlier? <laughs> or I, have no idea. I mean, of course, obviously, like the last um, two years of high school, I was forced to get out of bed. Mm. Um at least during the weekday, <laughs> you know, I couldn't just choose to not go to school whenever. But 
as I said, but it only I feel like it was more of a high school problem because right now okay, my okay. sleeping scheduling is actually pretty good, I'd say. And I'm nice. approaching it more responsibly because I've certainly mm. noticed the negative side effects of it. But again, during the last two years of high school, especially, I just didn't really notice the side effects. Um, I never felt tired. Mm -hmm. I never felt I'm out of energy and I just felt great, you know, and I was like, I mean, if there are no negative side effects to it, why would I stop doing it? You know, and it was also kind of, um, I think, an ego problem of me <laughs> to be different than other people, you know, and to be like, the oh, challenge of getting at up at 4 a.m. the morning. Yeah, you're already you're cool, asleep man. at 11. <laughs> I'm working till 3 a.m. and still waking up on time and still being mm. on time for school and all that and getting all my work done. Yeah, it was just a pretty yes, immature yes. approach. And right now I'm approaching more seriously. I started to listen to Why We nice. Sleep by... How is he called? Ooh, I forgot cool, his yes. name. Wait, wait. Uh, I, will, I will look it up quickly. Um, uh, Matthew Walker. Matthew yes, Walker. It's a good it's a good one. It's a good book. I think yeah, there are some scientific misconceptions and stuff which are debunked in some mm -hmm. uh yeah, they're like out of there, but who debunk yeah. that but overall it's a pretty pretty good insight into Solid. why sleep is important <laughs> and kind of all the stuff we neglect, you know, we think oh, I'm sleeping, I'm just closing my eyes and waking up after seven or eight hours. Mm -hmm. It's a little more. It's a little more than that. <laughs> it has quite <laughs> big impact on your life. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, yeah. So nice. So you managed to get your sleeping schedule a bit more more on point. Um, sure. What we didn't cover yet, and before we go into mine, I think is why do we actually need to do that? Why is uh, sleeping consistently so important? And what 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 happens if you don't do it? And hmm. the information I have here is also from Why We Sleep by, um, how's he called again? Uh, Matthew. <laughs> man, Walker. I guess I guess I should sleep more, then my brain uh, recall <laughs> functions would be better, man. <laughs> But yeah, um, the basic the basic message he says, uh, or he, he wants to convey is, you screw yourself if you don't sleep eight hours a day <laughs> or less than less than eight hours a day um true okay there might be some people who are fine with six hours uh, a day or so but that's only one percent of the population he says actually we um we might feel all right but our performance is actually uh, very badly affected by it um yeah. just like um How was it? What's the example? Like in relationships, after we broke up, we feel like, okay, everything's fine. I'm independent from that person. Whereas you're actually quite a, a lot fucked up. Just as you said, as you, as you noticed, like after you had a regular sleeping cycle, after, after your school time again, <laughs> where you felt yeah. uh, that much better. Yeah. Sure. And in, in which ways are we screwing ourselves? Um, if you sleep like less than eight hours a day, like the normal person needs eight hours a day, you're more than doubling your risk of cancer, you're screwing up your immune system, your mortality gets higher, you got a higher risk of weight gain, weight gain and Alzheimer's and all the other shit. Um, 
<laughs> especially for this podcast here um we have a lower productivity lower concentration levels reduced creativity all of that what our listeners out there probably enjoy that much <laughs> about our podcast and in, about about sure. life in general and so having having good sleeping habits is actually very important because you can screw yourself up like a lot i mean yeah it <laughs> i mean we we spend a third of our life um usually like overall sleeping so it must be something important and you shouldn't mess with it <laughs> for sure yeah. yeah i think that's important to kind of stress and i think that's also uh what i've noticed let's say maybe about parents you know when they kind of mm -hmm. teaching children why sleeping is important and that they could should go uh, to bed at a certain time and all that when we were kids we have no idea why it actually is important because people or parents usually just tend to say you know it's important but you're like yeah okay sure but why yeah okay sure yeah because you don't want me to annoy you right <laughs> <laughs> sure but it really is important it has as i said tremendous effects on basically every aspect on your life more specifically mm. your health which is you know probably the you most shouldn't important mess with your thing health, you yeah. should be <laughs> exactly um yeah and as i said i've noticed that and it's i mean it happens from time to time that i slip up and or maybe you know read a good book till 1 a.m or 1 30 or whatever it happens but overall i would say i'm pretty pretty strict and also what's important to stress maybe is that everyone is different when it comes to yes. you know finding out what your your kind of sweet spot is when it comes to sleeping because i've tried for a long time to kind mm. of um you know follow other people and what they do and kind of all those ceos and those videos on youtube this ceo wakes up at 3 a.m in the morning and goes for a run <laughs> and all that bullshit and you're like oh i have to do that too because otherwise i'm not going to be successful or whatever um wait just a sec <laughs> yeah now i can see you again um, sorry <laughs> and yeah that's that's just bullshit just find your sweet spot and find out how your body kind of works best and yeah you know of course Definitely. it also depends on the kind of job you have and the kind of responsibilities and um whether you have children or not all that but for example for me my sweet spot is usually between 11 and 12 um mm -hmm. And then usually I sleep like seven and a half to 7.45 uh, hours, not quite eight. I've noticed when I sleep eight, I kind of tend to get into another sleeping cycle. And then when I wake up, I'm usually really <laughs> groggy and really yeah. tired. So around 7.30 to 7.45, that's the sweet spot for me usually. Nice one. So um, now we can get into how I'm handling my sleeping situation. Um, <laughs> I'd say um, one of my principles in life is like sleep first, <laughs> like like yeah. um, physics second, right? <laughs> <laughs> How has that been working out for you? <laughs> Actually, um, rather good. I mean, I made sleep kind of my number one priority and I didn't want to more or less mess up mess up my health with it, mess up my productivity with it. And I'm perfectly fine with sleeping an hour more. Um, 
instead of getting up too early and screwing myself up for the whole day. Because yeah. like that, in the long term, I will probably also live like five years longer or so. <laughs> because I didn't get the cancer. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. Oh man, yeah. And overall, I think it will balance itself out, right? So sleeping longer and living the same amount approximately longer, maybe. So I, I'm fine with living a longer life that's probably healthier <laughs> overall. And um, yeah, in, in high school, I also was struggling quite a lot with it. Um, obviously, in the evening, when you have worked a long, a long day, you kind of also want some time for yourself. And um, mm. you kind of overdo it sometimes like until 1 a.m or even later and then at 6 you have to get up back again for school so i kind of screwed it up and um needed to do like uh, naps in the afternoon which made me um even more awake so i stayed up even longer and the wishes cycle continued and yeah nowadays nowadays like as a student it's it's very much better because you can just yeah tailor your day to your needs more or less i mean okay exams are some of them are taking place really early and i i hate the professors for that but (laughs) (laughs) um what i noticed about my sleeping schedule though is that i personally feel and i also am more productive if i get up earlier um in the sense of six or seven a.m and go to bed early as well because just similar to you um who enjoys the silence in the evening i enjoy the silence and calmness in the morning where nobody's around um where you can just work and maybe you also see the sunrise so i'm i say i'd say i'm more of a morning person and yeah that's that's what i'm trying to establish right now also with a consistent sleeping cycle mm. to to get up uh, nice. to get in bed like at 10 or 11 and get up at 6 or 7 or so yeah nice. <laughs> long one long one wait no problem do you use an alarm clock that's a good question obviously i have to use an alarm clock if there's an exam um the general advice from our a uh, friend how's he called again matthew or so walker <laughs> dude your memory is, is really fucked up yes matthew parker right walker walker <laughs> shit <laughs> almost uh, <laughs> almost yes dude i just wrote in theoretical physics exam my my brain is mushy <laughs> yeah um yeah, the, the advice he gives is um, best do it without an alarm. Just orient yourself at like sun, at the sun, at sunrise, at sunset and stuff. Um, and naturally wake up by it. Because like you have those um, hormone cycles. I don't know how those two hormones are called, but one like lets you sleep. And if your eyes detect like sunlight, um, especially like I just think um, blue light, which is like present in the sun then that makes you um yeah yeah wake up or or stay awake right. because those hormones aren't like those sleeping hormones aren't uh activated 
Mm. And I don't know why I'm no biologist. Sorry for the very inconcise way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I usually use an alarm and I want to get away from that as well. But I don't trust myself enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, relatable. Mm. Have you seen those random ads on YouTube and basically every platform out there of like those strange oh, melatonin yeah, yeah, yeah. diffusers? No. Have you seen those? No. What oh, what are those, man? Melatonin, that was the hormone, right? No, melatonin. Yeah, melatonin is skin, and no? serotonin. No, 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 it's melatonin, serotonin. Okay. Melatonin makes you sleepy, serotonin wakes you up. Okay, yeah. I, I, at least I hope that's that's right. <laughs> Don't quote me on that, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, please correct us, always. Um, it's, There's something wrong. They're like these strange diffusers who are supposed to raise your melatonin levels and therefore make you sleep easier. Or some people even, even sell these weird... Um, just this weird sticks you can like vape and it's also has okay. some form of melatonin in it and it's just very very weird and you know maybe it works maybe it's true but i i find it complete bullshit and i get really annoyed by those ads <laughs> like i see them all over the place and people are like i've had had problems for i don't know 20 years and i've gone to doctors and i've tried everything but suddenly with those melatonin diffusers i'm healed it's a miracle mm -hmm. i'm like sure 20 years and you've gone to doctors and you found no solution <laughs> but the strange melatonin diffuser by some indian company that sells on yeah it's Wish. it 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 just wrecked out because i got a thousand bucks for saying this guys it's so right. awesome <laughs> right yeah man I, I guess they just messed up their sleeping cycle maybe they they are like party people partying is actually one of the worst things you can do it for your sleeping schedule which... tell that to the vast majority of college students <laughs> yep no but i think they also know that i mean the Today, the aftermath of, of the battle is usually filled with a lot of headache and unproductivity for a whole day afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Unproductiveness. Yeah, why, why is it so bad for you? Because alcohol, um, caffeine, large meals at night, um, all of that stuff, like also staying up longer than you, your sleeping cycle lasts or, or like uh, when it starts, um, that's, that's fucking you up very much for sure like your body has to concentrate on actually getting the alcohol or the caffeine out of your blood or digesting your meal and you cannot relax that much you don't have uh, that deep of a sleep so that's also yeah. an advice of what to avoid <laughs> um right do you do you actually drink coffee no regularly i i get all? along without it no not like no, I'm I'm not like um, an anti. Uh, <laughs> how is it called? Anti coffee holic or something. <laughs> <I have not laughs> sounds right. Yeah. Uh, no, I obviously I'm fine with drinking a coffee if there is a situation where it's. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just drink a coffee. I don't know some business meeting or whatever. Um, luckily, those don't happen that often for me. So at home, I. I don't even have coffee here, so in my apartment. So I'm getting along without it, and it works out fine for me. Yeah. What Same about actually. you? You? I remember in school that you were a big friend of coffee. Yeah. 
but usually I only drank it because it tastes good. We had like this mm. weird um, coffee slash cappuccino stuff in like our mm-hmm. cafeteria. Do you remember that <laughs> stuff from yes. like the yes. how, how are they called those strange machines where you put money in and get your vending machines? Or right, vending machines. And I only drank them because they were yummy and kind of made me feel cool. Mm. That I was drinking coffee at school, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but even though it was some shitty, unhealthy thing from a vending machine, but <laughs> yeah, and it was like ninety-five also... percent milk and sugar, and the rest some yeah, weird yeah. combination of other chemicals. Yeah, I remember a friend of ours who was drinking them before every sports lesson because that made him, yeah, more. How is it called? Um, you 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 are capable of doing more <laughs> right. man how's it called uh, let me look at that man performance your performance uh, gets performance right yeah yeah your performance but gets uh, elevated <laughs> i pretty early on actually what about decaffeinated that? coffee never never drank that sounds 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 gross to be honest <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean what what is that it doesn't even no just no um just like the thing um, is alcohol free beer right it, right yeah it's who, who drinks mm-hmm. that yeah <laughs> it's a sin anyways, in bavaria obviously it's a sin anyways i realized pretty early on actually that coffee doesn't do much for me it's just you know it tastes good and it uh, gives me a confidence boost or whatever because i'm drinking coffee mm-hmm. uh or makes me feel how more why i mean i just don't get it why no no it was just just like if i'm <laughs> to do at school uh but i really yeah, like those weird it. things like learning pi to the 200th digit <laughs> <laughs> right definitely helped for that mm. but yeah i realized it doesn't actually have much of an effect on me and what's pie you know, comparing no <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and comparing kind of Pies the benefits everywhere. of coffee to the possible you know disadvantages of coffee i've realized that there's really no reason i should actually drink it unless it actually helps me in some way uh, but only drinking it for the sake of drinking it and for the sake of i don't know uh feeling more productive uh doesn't it isn't actually a good reason mm. to drink it so i just stopped completely like probably a year ago yeah and the thing is i i didn't really drink it regularly anyway so it wasn't like a big transformation for me i just chose to not drink it and yeah here we are no coffee needed nice nice so i i also like consider it as a as a like last minute drug, so to speak. <laughs> um, yeah. You should not you should not make it regular because um, with all all of um, yeah the, those things out there that kind of manipulate or influence you, your body gets adapted to them quicker than you think. And if you really need the coffee for to pull off an all nighter, which I do not advise, then you suddenly need to drink uh, far more than. Your kidney is like, (laughs) (laughs) you can actually die of that, like overdosing on it because like your kidneys have to filter all of that, all of that stuff out. Yeah. Interesting. 
You can I mean, screw yourself yeah, up, sure. really. <laughs> sure. Is there is there a limit of how much caffeine your body can take in a certain period of time, yeah. or is it certainly certainly? Um, let, let's look it up. How much mm, coffee can I take? Death. <laughs> the lethal dose of caffeine for most uh, people is about 10 grams. 10 grams. A cup of coffee has around 100 to 200 milligrams. That means we have to... Yeah, okay, drink 50 cups of coffee. That's a bit much, but... <laughs> but energy sure. drinks are worse, so... Yeah, I've never, never drank energy drinks. I mean, I've tried them, but they're just horrible. Mm. They taste like you're drinking they're just too sweet, right? Chemicals, yeah, and way too mm. sweet and. Blah. I mean, that's that's and not an argument. You're drinking straight chemicals because everything's a chemical. But um. sure, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Just the taste of it's the very, artificial like, stuff. Artificial. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Um. Yeah, let's get back to how we can improve sleep a bit more. Um, in the evening, it's advised to reduce light levels, especially from your smartphone and your, your artificial lighting in your home, because as we said, that uh, reduces like the melatonin being um, emitted from your body. So yeah, you'll use you'll stay up longer likely. So reduce your light exposure by reading maybe. <laughs> instead of uh, phone time um, also reducing the temperature really much helps for falling asleep and man that's so true for me if it's too warm i really i really am sh yeah. sleeping so shitty i hate those hot summer nights <laughs> i'm dying so, I, I remember especially when i was young and we were in romania at my grandma's and mm. it was like 25 27 degrees at night and you 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 just you were just dying for eight hours it was terrible yeah. you were trying everything like sleeping basically naked and putting water on yourself and going to the bathroom every few hours to kind of wash your face with cold water turning your pillow to the cold side <laughs> yeah all everything man like, i need an octagon for a pillow <laughs> eight-sided <laughs> <laughs> right yeah but actually yes that yes. one with kind of reducing the temperature of your room uh has been probably one of the most influential sleeping hacks for me because mm -hmm. i uh, it's not that i um necessarily kept my room warm or anything um but i noticed that for example what i do now is like half an hour before i go to sleep i um open all of my windows and Yes. just let it cool down especially now in germany it's pretty cold it's it's it doesn't feel like summer it's yeah like 14 it's not cold yet here. it's it's medium yeah. maybe it's more munich but anyways it's it's pretty cold at night mm -hmm. you can kind of open your windows for like half an hour before you go to sleep and then it's like really chill and you I leave them open for the whole night at the moment <laughs> 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 yeah or with a kindle or whatever and kind of fall asleep yes way faster kindle is also good because you can adjust the light level by quite much quite yeah. yeah um the last tip that um matthew walker i think i remembered him now <laughs> yeah 
Um, Congrats. Gives is regular exercising. Yeah, I mean, that stuff makes you tired, right? So sleeping, falling asleep is easier, I suppose. Yeah. At least it works for me. Yeah. I actually, I've been actually trying to understand how, because like when it comes to people who go to the gym, they're mm. like, I think, I would say there are three categories of people. They're the people who like to work out first thing in the morning because they feel like they're really getting energized from it and all that. Yeah. Um, then there are the people who only like to work out right before they go to sleep or whatever because, as you said, it makes them tired mm -hmm. and all that. They sleep, fall asleep faster. And then there are people like me who don't really understand either side um, because working out doesn't usually really make me feel more tired or more energized. I just basically feel the same afterwards. Um, I mean, of course, if mm -hmm. it's like th 30 degrees outside and I'm working out for an hour and a half, then sure, I'm going to be a lot more tired. But usually I don't really see the the difference. And I'm trying to figure that out, how people, okay. how people can feel more energized when they work out in the morning and how suddenly when they work out at night, they're way more tired i have no idea I'm, i I'm think i guess though those are the people that have a that have a hard time getting up in the morning that have a hard time getting out of bed maybe um if you really get into moving around and lifting weights and stuff then you really much get awake and energized there and sure to some degree i can also uh, prove that um from my cycling in the morning experiences which are all quite nice the only thing why i don't want to do it regularly is because you're kind of um using the first hour in the morning or the first two hours in the morning to do sports and usually in the morning hours um right after getting up i'm most productive because i still have um a lot of how is it called um like power left to get myself into difficult things that need lots of thoughts to to get them tackled and if i go if i go cycling or do sports already in the morning then it feels like my my inner power levels are already depleted by i don't know 10 or 20 percent or so and therefore i'm less productive overall than i actually could be so for me it's also like um do the brain that uh cycling or weightlifting at the end of the day <laughs> just because it's right. more productive <laughs> <laughs> okay sure i mean people are different but for me it doesn't really matter like mm. my body doesn't really care when i work out as long as i do it <laughs> and as long as you do it at 4 a.m in the morning right after your alarm clock goes off <laughs> exactly no at 3 a.m when i wake up yeah. without an alarm clock because my passion wakes me up by the way uh passion we did oh your passion last week uh check it out guys if you haven't already. Uh, that, that was a nice little what i put in there um <laughs> yeah that was but, nice yeah. not bad man not bad man but I, I found them so what? incredibly ridiculous. Like these these 3 a.m. morning persons. My passion wakes me up and I'm going for a run yes. and going to the gym. My and passion wakes me You know, it's oh, like, man. sure, man. If your passion, hurts, yeah. passion is called <laughs> your mother, then sure, your passion wakes you up, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick. Not good, not good. 
you got oh, me there, man. Okay. Um, what about power naps? Oh, interesting one. I also tried that for a few, I don't know, months maybe in the past. Mm. Doesn't really work for me. Usually what I tend to do is sleep way longer than planned, even if I put an alarm clock. Uh, usually I sleep like an mm -hmm. hour, <laughs> even when I plan to sleep only like 20 minutes or 25 minutes. So, and after that, usually I don't really feel more energized unless... Unless, let's say, I went to sleep at 4 a.m., uh, woke up at 6 a.m., and then maybe a power nap in the afternoon does help a little bit. But other than that, I don't really feel the effects of it. Have you tried it? Does it work for you? Um, yeah, I think it works for me. Um, it depends. Like, if I'm really, if I feel really tired and exhausted, like in the afternoon, Then I really lie down for half an hour or so. And and yeah, it feels like a second time of waking up. So I it feels like I, I can be very much productive again and concentrated and stuff. Um problem is the later you do it, the uh, more you run the risk of not being able to fall asleep in the evening and screwing up your actual sleeping cycle. So Yeah. Yeah. Then, then I wouldn't suggest it. Then I would just suggest pull fruit until 10 a.m. at uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> 10 a.m. No, um, and yeah, deal with it. So for me, it works. Sure. It's it depends on on the other people on yeah, yeah how well deal with it. How long? Um, how long are your power naps usually? Because I think usually it's like 20. Man, like to get the most. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, to get the most out of them, they should be, like, the length of one sleep cycle, right? Like, one really? sleep cycle lasts about um, 90 minutes, right? So, right. that's, But like, I the best, because there, naps... there you also get the... No, not, yeah, for power naps, that's too long. But, like, to get, actually, the regenerating effects for your brain and, like, all those learning effects um, setting in... I think you need to make it 90 minutes. To just feel re more recovered, um, I think it needs to be around 30 minutes, right? And I'm usually doing it at that length as well, like 20 to 30 minutes. Right. I'm actually looking some numbers up. Wait. Okay, <laughs> the sleepfoundation.org says that the ideal time is between 10 and 20 minutes usually Okay. Uh, for power naps. I think mm -hmm. that's way too way too little. I would also say yeah, 20 feels to 30 like rather. Yeah, 10 minutes. It's like you you no, can't even fall asleep work. in that time, man. Even, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh man's entire article about the harms of napping and how to take the best nap and napping mm. for children and adults and all that. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Nice. By the way, I there are like those those army people who have established themselves kind of a routine where they're able to fall asleep within one minute. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, there are YouTube videos about that. I think hmm. it's like basically it's like a a, a a type of meditation in which yeah. you kind of focus on your body and try to relax each muscle group 
and imagine yourself already sleeping or whatever it's like a whole process um yeah mm. i think there's also this breathing technique which is like was it four seven four seven or whatever where it's like uh, you breathe in for four seconds and then hold mm -hmm. for seven seconds and then breathe out for four seconds and so on yeah there are all types of different techniques but honestly for me it's just enough to grab a book get under the blanket and when i feel i'm getting tired i just close my eyes and fall asleep <laughs> okay nice nice yeah i i never tried those methods out but i think it it could help if you make it something regular um because yeah we very much like regular uh, patterns in our environment and especially this one if you want if you're doing this regularly your body might get primed on sleeping whenever you pull that one off <laughs> Mm. but i never tried it i usually fall asleep like within the first 10 minutes of lying down yeah yeah which same. is also fine Absolutely. okay man man what what about what about lucid dreaming though <laughs> oh my <laughs> ever god pulled that off did you ever pull it off no. No. i mean hmm. i think i pulled I it off I... once or twice already yeah Yeah, I, I think I also did, but before I even knew what lucid dreaming was, or before I even knew that mm. that was a thing. When I was younger, I think I used to have some dreams where I could basically control every aspect of it. Um, but yeah, just a few times, maybe in the last 19 years, maybe, maybe three yeah. or four times max. Yeah, but those dreams are interesting. They are really cool. Yeah, definitely, once, man, definitely. Once you're in the dream and you realize, man, I can have complete control over what happens. It just gets, it gets amazing. Though whenever that happens, I kind of feel like I, I can all, I, I know that I'm in a dream now and I can wake up right away and open my eyes. So I, it kind of feels like I'm not actually sleeping. So I don't yeah. even know whether it's a lucid dream or not. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. difficult to explain yeah but those those dreams are awesome and what you actually do there like practicing the piano or whatever if you if you fancy that that actually gets incorporated into your kind of brain memory muscle thing there <laughs> yeah. so training in your right. sleep is actually helping the connections in your brain to form that would <laughs> you know what would be cool if people who hate what? going to the gym would all learn to lucid dream and then in the dreams work out and mm -hmm. if that would actually have any effects on the muscles. The, the funny amazing. thing is, if you just imagine yourself weightlifting, that actually has a positive effect on your muscle growth already. Like, kind of yeah, a yeah. placebo effect in that sense. It's, it's, so, actually, it's so crazy, man. <laughs> there were actually experiments done by some psychologists, I think at Stanford, was it? Where they took mm -hmm. two groups of people Uh, two groups of basketball players, professional basketball players, and told the one group to practice a certain shot for an hour or whatever, <laughs> and the other group to only think mm. about practicing the shot for an hour. And what was interesting yeah. that the group who was only thinking about doing the shots actually did better overall than the group who actually practiced the shot. So, yeah, mm. that's that's an interesting thing to kind of... <laughs> experiment Funny, with man. though i think I, when if the other group like if the group that was worse maybe sleeped afterwards to like 
get their brain connections right, I think they they would they they'd be a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. In the long term, maybe in the short term, not. Sure. But yeah, yeah, those are nice interesting. One. Nice one. Imagine people coming up to you and asking you if you worked out today, and you're like, "Yeah," in my head. <laughs> I already yeah. imagined myself <laughs> working out. It's the man. Same. It's I, I lifted that two hundred pound weight bench pressing, <laughs> man. It's right. been so awesome in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> nice, right. nice. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could, I could pull it off more often, like lucid dreaming. But on the other hand, I also want, don't want it to be regular. It could be kind of a bit annoying. Apparently, also your sleeping yeah. quality is worse. I think so too, because I think the parts of your brain that are usually also asleep, or at least not as actively working are then working as actively as if you were actually awake when you lose a dream mm. so yeah, yeah that could no. get kind of problematic actually your brain is quite quite active when you're sleeping um yeah as far as far as i remember like almost yeah, as awake as when you were awake uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the funny thing which i also mentioned in a past episode is that like scientists the generic scientists out there, uh, they managed to communicate with people who who were lucid dreaming. Like they were able to communicate with the people right. in their dreams, and the people could communicate back. Um, how come? Because uh, there's like a special sleep phase where you can move your eyes, but not the rest of your body. And so they could basically the sleeping uh, lucid dreaming people could communicate like with Morse code with their eyes. And how did the scientists communicate with the people who were sleeping? They kind of, um, yeah, stimulated them by touching them or I think by light, shining light into their eyes. And those lucid dreaming people, that was very funny. They were actually able to solve different maths, um, yeah, different small maths riddles in their dream. And they were appearing like um, as the numbers on... In, in front of a house or something, like an address <laughs> where they had to add it up. And then they could morse it back with their with their eyes. So your brain is very much active when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. It's, that's it's very cool. nice fun fact. I mean. uh, Has it one question ever... about or <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we are asking questions simultaneously. Uh, one last it's, question yeah. uh, about kind of uh, lucid dreaming, then we can move on. Are mm. you generally, when you dream, are you aware that you are dreaming? I mean, that's not exactly lucid dreaming, but are you generally aware and can more or less control it? Or Oof. is it like completely... No, man, I think it's... I'm, I think it usually feels like it's real life, more or less. Okay. Some Sometimes it feels like, man, something's odd here. <laughs> yeah. But from my experience, it's I can't really... My, my brain is too good at imagining all of that stuff. <laughs> right crazy stuff well, what's the craziest dream you came about if you remember any i don't remember many of them oh man i remember quite a few dreams and usually when i dream then i dream crazy stuff i rarely have normal dreams where i just ride my bike and wake up <laughs> usually my dreams are all mm -hmm. over the place nice. and make absolutely no sense mm, my craziest dream i have no idea usually i think what my craziest dreams usually consist of is just a lot of a lot of stuff happening all at once mm. and just a lot of stimuli 
and feeling like I'm getting overwhelmed by all the stuff that's happening and that makes absolutely no sense usually. And right when I feel like I'm I'm going crazy, that's when I usually wake up. Uh, those dreams <laughs> nice, are nice. pretty hard, hardcore. Yeah, I, I don't like mm. them. <laughs> I try to forget them, but usually they'll stick, you know, because they're so crazy. Mm, Man, the yeah. weirdest stuff that's happening for me usually is when I'm during during the daytime when I'm working on a new concept, um, like in physics, I don't know some weird differential equations or stuff that I have to solve, and I learn a new method on that one. Then sometimes it happens that I don't know I kind of do that in my dream, or it feels like I do that in my dream, um, and maybe my brain is kind of trying to make the connections um, and blah blah. But then I'm doing like maths in my dreams and that's so, uh, yeah, I guess that's what you call a weird dream, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, <laughs> That's what right? you call it. <laughs> it's actually quite funny that that stuff kind of um, accompanies you into your dreams still. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it feels like, man, I solved this problem. Now I can get a Fields Medal or a Nobel Prize. And when you wake up, you forgot what was so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right you just remember that damn i solved some weird shit but i i don't know how i did <laughs> yeah right yeah. nice the other question i wanted to ask beforehand um there's yeah. like this phase of sleep where you kind of can wake up but where your body is still immobilized because you're right. um if, if your brain wouldn't shut down the connections to your body then in your sleep you would actually like move around and that's probably also i think what happens for all of those sleep walkers out there um you would like actually kick around and fall out of your bed and if your body wouldn't immobilize you if your brain wouldn't immobilize like the signals going to your limbs then you couldn't sleep as as calm and there's like actually um you can actually wake up in the phase where this happens where you are aware that you're awake but where you can't move your body have you ever experienced yes. that yes oh my god that is so <laughs> scary man that is that is First. extremely scary like your brain is going nuts because you know you're awake but you can't physically mm. move and you're like what the fuck is happening and i'm um, and if you're forcing yourself to do it, nothing moves. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the past, usually, um, in the past, actually, people thought that there were demons kind of holding you in the bed, <laughs> that there uh -huh. were actually deming, demons sitting on you. And there are like a whole lot of mythology and stories around that. Because obviously, people did not understand what was happening. And, you know, people telling, um, uh, each other that man i slept last night and I couldn't move and it was the devil he's coming for me and my family or whatever <laughs> and people actually believe that people thought it must mean you're haunted or there's a demon in your house or whatever um, mm -hmm. but it really is scary it really is scary i mean i had that when i was a kid quite a few times and every time i was just just freaking out <laughs> yeah man it's, it's crazy um i to be honest after you wake up you feel like that was an interesting experience or like when you can move again that was quite interesting but when you're in it it doesn't yeah no. it, it, it's, it's there's really scary. nothing interesting about that it's just scary <laughs> no i, I feel just like it's quite nice 
have you have you but i have you had it wait 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 have you had it recently like let's say the last recently? five years mm, mm, not that i remember not okay. really no yeah me usually either. i'm I, very much asleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i feel like it happens more often with small children maybe mm -hmm. till the age of like 12 13 and after that it kind of calms down for some reason sure go ahead mm -hmm. with your question man what did i want to say again um i think yeah i don't remember um what i also mentioned in a previous episode i still haven't looked it up man um i think in like the 18th or 19th century people would like go to sleep for four hours wake up in the middle of the night and then go back to sleep like that kind of biphasic sleep pattern right <laughs> which is also right. quite a nice or, concept or leonardo da vinci who like had this poly polyphasic sleep i think it's called where mm. he would sleep um for what was it for 30 minutes every 90 minutes of the day oh yeah Something man like I, I i think you also wanted to write it out once right yeah <laughs> i think that really fucks you up for the first week or so if you yeah pull through then it might work out but i actually read an article about some some student um who was studying in harvard and mm -hmm. he and his best friend they actually like seriously tried it out for over a year and, and at some point his friend reduced their life expectancy just, by 10 years yeah probably. <laughs> um his friend quit after some time but he kept going for like one and a half years or maybe even two years it's crazy and he kind of talked uh -huh. about the experiences and after two years he was like yeah i mean it's great i i slept only half of what other people sleep and therefore i had more time doing other stuff but now mm -hmm. my health is fucked up and i have trouble sleeping like a normal person again and all that and i'm like wow man in two years you managed it to was worth your it. life basically yeah i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah man all right um we're already quite far into the episode um Yeah, let's. Do you still have something to discuss? No, when it comes to until you find a question, a little. Really. Until you find yourself a question, here's a little fun fact: twelve percent of people dream entirely in black and white. Oh, <laughs> that's that's interesting. Well. Other fun fact: it's not uncommon for deaf people to use sign language in their sleep. <laughs> that, that's funny. <laughs> it's funny actually yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. sleep deprivation will kill you more quickly than food deprivation Sounds i think the record for going without food war uh, for, for going without sleep is 11 days which is already crazy 11 that's yeah <laughs> that's 11 funny. days yes no, almost two weeks man all right, I have a question, unless you want to throw some more fun facts at me. <laughs> um, I don't know. One in four married couples sleep in separate beds. 
<laughs> Ouch. Man, Yasin, Ouch. why are you sleeping so far away from him? It's not bearable. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Man, I hope I, I won't be one of uh, one of those people in the future, but who knows. Mm. I mean, Anyways, I can I understand it, but... Yeah. I mean, sure, if one of the partners snores like crazy or uh, mm. doesn't shower regularly or whatever, then sure, I would also be like... I mean, for me, for me, it's also been like the past 19 years or so in my life, I've been sleeping mainly alone. So uh, it's hard to adapt to that. Having someone sleep next to you, it's it's very... Yeah, yeah I don't know. For me, sleep quality I mean, in general is higher if I sleep alone. I have yet to properly experiment with that, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. You're you're poor. Um, how how are they called, man? The, um, oh, let me look that up. That word. Uh, yeah, stuffed animal. Your stuffed animal is not counting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, no, not anymore. Sadly. All right, team. Uh, I have a question that up. actually da- doesn't suck. Which is okay. What superpower would you choose if you were given the ability to develop only one superpower? Okay, man. Um, oof, oof. Um, immortality would be cool. Um, immortality, really? Why is that? Like, okay, I, immortality in the sense of um, I can die when, or I am not immortal anymore when I don't want to be immortal anymore. But um, it would be quite cool because you could learn a lot. Like, oh, uh, you wouldn't only have those like eighty years or so. <laughs> and obviously, yes, you can discuss it philosophically and why is it bad <laughs> if we want that and blah blah. But at this point in life, it seems. Not too bad to live a hundred years longer and have more experiences if your health doesn't get ba- uh, doesn't get worse. Other than that, being able to learn and pick up things instantly is also cool. Because hmm. that would save myself so much time, like sitting in front of stupid equations. If I could just, <laughs> if I just grasp the concept quickly and. Would also keep it indefinitely. I mean, there are those eidetic memory people who um, are really good at it, who just need to look at a page for long enough and have internalized it like a, a scanner. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, man, time travel, maybe. <laughs> the usual. Hmm, the usual stuff, yeah. But if you don't want to well, go abroad, then actually the learning thing is something I really enjoy, man. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting one. And I certainly understand why it's attractive. But at the same time, I'm like, if mm. there's no effort involved in learning new things and, you know, actually accomplishing things, because I've, you know, I look at the stuff mm-hmm. once and I only got it and understand it. And I don't know, it seems too easy. It seems, mm. it seems like, Everything you accomplish it's, with that information doesn't have the same value for some. No reason. man, no man. I think it's. It, I, I'd say it's just limited at learning. But for coming up with stuff yourself, you need your own creativity. Sure. Okay. I think that's especially like in a university context. Like 
it would make your life a whole lot easier if you did just everything in your mind <laughs> from uh, what you learned all those years ago. Um, but coming up with, I don't know, a new concept yourself is still very hard and involves a lot of creativity. And it would be just a little more helpful if you knew all, all of your <laughs> uh, maths ABC. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. But still, I would think that... I don't know I I I really enjoy kind of <laughs> it sounds weird the process I, I really of getting enjoy, into something new yeah <laughs> kind of the suffering the suffering of learning new stuff and um, kind of true, true. struggling I mean if you didn't need phases. to if you didn't need to um yeah struggle through it it would basically feel like uh, like reading for example would feel like sitting in front of your computer waiting uh, until the download bar has moved to 100%. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So again, I get why it's attractive, but I would choose mm. a different superpower which is to be able to work out in my thoughts in my head and actually gain muscle from that. That would Oh, <laughs> that would be just like perfect. lucid dream workout. <laughs> that, right. <laughs> um yeah imagine time travel imagine like, interesting. Uh, during your subway ride man <laughs> <laughs> it's like sitting there in the in the subway um every stop you're more and more buff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at the end of but your I mean, ride you're uh, you're the rock <laughs> Dwayne. exactly <laughs> Dwayne the rock man <laughs> i mean you know but it's it's kind of the same as with the learning it's kind of the mm. suffering and the whole process behind it is kind of also the thing that I enjoy. So, yeah, probably wouldn't do that. I mean, time travel is also interesting, but there's a whole lot of responsibility that goes with it and a whole lot of stuff that can go wrong if you yeah, uh, sure, fuck it up. Sure. So, uh, it's, Oh, it's no, I stepped on that. And now the future will have, uh, I don't know, the 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 emperor of Star Wars trying to kill us all because i stepped right. on that end <laughs> <laughs> right it, it would be quite quite risky i think yeah and what, what's a like realist oh yeah i would actually love to read people's minds mm -hmm. that would be i mean of course with the ability to be able to turn it on and that off seems... whenever i need to but that's an yeah. interesting one seems a bit voyeuristic man <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What 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 do you what do you um promise yourself to get from that? Um I mean you would instantly see through people, yes, if they want to scam. Yeah, I would instantly see through them, see their intentions and mm. not be forced to waste my time. Um <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, <laughs> getting to know people because I already know them, you know? It would be like, oh, you're actually planning to but, I mean, just reading stab them. me behind my back. So I'm not gonna even I'm uh -huh. not gonna even waste my time talking to you because I already know that it's not gonna man, go people. Uh, the right way. Luckily luckily he can't read my mind, man. <laughs> oh sorry, sorry. I just just talked with our listeners, not with you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah um yeah so yeah that yeah. would be that would be interesting or yeah yeah, yeah i think actually that would be the most interesting one also like in the mm -hmm. context of of what would be the first thing you do with entrepreneurship it? yeah sure um 
quickly let, about the point with business and all stuff you you could easily hmm. uh, read the intentions of your business partners and all that make better yeah. decisions and all that also with romantic partners all of that would be i mean it would be cool it would be easier to understand other people like what yeah. they want to get across maybe to you from the discussion or an argument what would be the first thing you'd do with it though <laughs> mm. Walk up to I your crush, talk to her, and... <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. The first thing would probably be to just go up to every person that's rather close to me mm -hmm. and just, you know, just talk to them and figure out their intentions. That would be the first step. So my family, friends, yeah. uh, other relatives that are close to me, all of that, and just kind and of... And then the big, big filtering picture. happens. And then the filtering <laughs> happens. I mean... I don't I don't know if I would actually just cut off people from one second to the other just because um they seem to have mm -hmm. bad intentions or anything. I I would just keep quiet and kind of use that um to my advantage, you know. <laughs> Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be that would be quite interesting to see what people yeah, actually seems, think. Seems like an interesting skill. Also seems kind of immoral. But Yeah. yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. We don't even need to read your mind for that. You just spit it out. <laughs> yeah, I just spit it out. I don't care. Another <laughs> yeah, yeah. one right. that came to mind is like instant health. Or like being instantly oh. healthy. Like, okay, having yes. decent muscles. Okay, blood levels. Um, good rest and sleep. Like just with the push of a button. That would be cool. Yeah, that's to just feel that's also true. Perfectly healthy and fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah. That's a very All right. choice, Elias. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I want to turn invisible so I can can go peeping in the girls' locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will absolutely quote you on that. <laughs> in our 100th episode highlights right <laughs> yeah yeah somebody has to cut that together uh, <laughs> that that would be great man elias 2021 right. podcast episode number 33 <laughs> that's the title of our episode right yeah that's, yeah that's a that's a good one that's a great one definitely gonna put that in there but yeah other than that is there anything left to say for this week's episode regarding sleep or superpowers or no man you enjoyed stuff? it again um no no i enjoyed it uh, it was a bit how do we say uh improvised the whole episode but very nice nevertheless yeah. <laughs> sure all right guys so I hope you enjoyed it just as much as we did. As always, feel free to subscribe, leave a like, comment, share it with friends and family and hope to see you again next week. Bye-bye.